Coming up, we're going to have Ty Lawson, the Washington Wizards point guard here on Off the Bench. But first, we'll talk game three, game four. Here we go. Off the Bench, coming up next. What's up, WizKids, and welcome to Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Chris Gehring, Jeremy Hyman, and Zach Rosen. One day before game three for the Washington Wizards here at Capital One Arena. They're down 2-0, but not out. Because Toronto, all they did was take care of home court. Now it's time for the Washington Wizards to take care of their home court. Y'all got to rep the district, D.C. family. Come on out tomorrow night, game at 8, game at 6 on Sunday. So two straight games. We get two wins. We're right back in this. That's what it's about. Guys, observations after the first two games. Jeremy and uh, Zach had their passport stamped. You were in Toronto. What was that experience like? I don't know, actually, if our passports do get yeah, stamped I don't know if on they the charter flight. Yeah, um, I had mine stamped once, but it's not every time. I yeah. don't think it really. Does. It didn't get. Oh wow! I don't know, I don't know, I'm not. Sh- well, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't say that. I don't know if that's official or unofficial. I just can't. Rem- you know, you have to have it. I just don't know if you get the stamp. I've heard they've yeah. cut down on stamping in a lot of countries. Actually, yeah, I yep. hate that because save they the ink. yeah save the they ink. save the ink. But also, it's because if you want to go from you know a country where maybe the another country isn't too happy with the people in that country they can be like Ooh, they can be a okay. little and that's, iffy about that's it that's talking politics yep. on with what's <laughs> the name of this <laughs> off the bench that's po- so good way to open with politics yeah uh, well now okay, sticking so sticking, stick to, sticking the Washington, to the Wiz. The, the Washington Wizards um, versus the Raptors. What was the Yeah, those not games not like? as good of a trip as 2015 when we went there and won both um, two games i guess the first one felt like it was the first one was definitely what you could call a winnable game. Um that one was a real even back and forth game until late when the fourth quarter when the Raptors really took took over. Um I didn't think the Wizards played great. I mean def this game two. I mean game one they played a lot better I thought than game mm-hmm. than game two, where you know, they got blown out early and then make the comeback to get it down to five. Um but I guess, you know, in theory, uh, you could say it was winnable by if they pulled off an uh, unbelievable comeback. But it really, that one really was not a game they played well. And you give up 130 points, you're not going to win many games. Um, but um, I, I, with with that said, I mean, the series certainly isn't over. Um, I think losing two on the road, you always want to get at least a split. So you're in a tough spot. It is not easy to win a series down mm-hmm. 2-0. But... But it's not as hard as as it might seem, you know, when you just think about, you know, you have to win four out of five. But you know, you got two now at your place. You really got to win. You know, you got to now protect home. It's even more imperative that they're down 2-0. If you don't win these two, then it's really, really tough. Because the crazy thing for me is I feel like, yes, I agree, they're down 2-0. And you say four out of five. But realistically, that means you got to win three at home right, and only right, get right. one road game. Right. So you really can feel well, psychologically sure. like you've got an advantage. You could, yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds easy, but that also makes it sound like it's just easy to go win a game at home. Which last year it might have seemed that way, the way how well they played at home. Well, what seventeen this year, in a row at home? This yeah. year, I mean, who knows what to expect in at the in the home games, just based on. Uh, you know, based on how they played in the regular season, I mean, this was anything but a home court we advantage. We were undefeated at home in the playoffs. Last year. Last year. Last yeah, year, it was, was a huge year. home court advantage. But um, they also were great in the regular season last year at home. Mm-hmm. And this year they were, as I said, 
anything but great. I mean, yeah. this was I think they had the worst home record of any playoff team in the of the 16 playoff teams. But I guess they had the worst record too. The so. other the other thing about Toronto is they've been absolutely incredible at home this season. Yeah. And that in the East, they only lost three home games, and one of them was to the Wizards when John didn't even, even play, like way back in November. Yep. They actually, st- I think, started the season like, what, 15-1 and one at home or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. Yep. So, it, I mean, we were there, and, and Chris has been there. Jamoka, you've been there. It's a really good home atmosphere. So when they caught any sort of momentum in that game, it didn't really matter how many they were up, how many they were down. It was a huge advantage, and that's what yeah. you hope the Wizards can take advantage of here. And I think yeah. we know the atmosphere like here in the regular season versus the playoffs is completely different. Mm-hmm. And I think our guys like playing at home way more than they like playing on the road, mm-hmm. especially some of the younger guys and some of the newer guys. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a lot different. Uh, but they're, the Wizards need to clean up their defense, and they know that. And that's step one. The, the offense is clicking, and you'll hear us talk to Ty Lawson about this. The offense is really clicking and looks great, and now you throw him into the offense, and it's clicking even more. I mean, it's a small sample size, but he dominated while he was on the floor offensively. Yeah. And then on defense, it's and he says this too: the pick and roll defense has been really, really easy to score on, mm-hmm. and that has a lot to do with the decisions that that Toronto makes because they have smart veteran players and they're very well coached. They're making the right decisions against the trap with DeRozan and Lowry and their backups have been good and then Valance Eunice when he gets the ball has been good at making decisions too so it's it's almost that the Wizards aggressive defense is the it's that it's a little too aggressive and now Toronto knows how to how to get around it so the Wizards can fix that they can be less aggressive stop trapping as much mix it up more and I think that's what they're going to do but when you look at just the way that their shooters are getting open and that kind of thing, it, it needs to be fixed. And I think it will be fixed. And we saw this in Boston last year too. Boston was super good offensively against the Wizards in the first mm-hmm. two games at home. They came here and, like, IT did not play as well. Yeah. There were, I mean, we know he was hurt later on, but still, yeah. I mean, it's different when you go on the road. And we've said this on here that the Raptors really only have a three, three very consistent scorers, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that's going to come into well, flux at home. That's why yeah. what that's why Toronto. One of the reasons they were so good at home is because they have such a deep bench. They yep. have one of the best benches. They in the played league. ten, and they they played they played twelve in the played first half game, game yeah. too. Game I think thirteen guys played. I believe yeah. twelve so or thirteen. They went all the way down to their bench, which is really crazy. But and it's, yeah. But I want so you think they he did that because that's <coughs> the philosophy of we're not going to change anything. It's well, what got us to where we are, yes. and we want to keep it. Well, that he's way. right, partially, yeah. partially. But you that but the thing is in the playoffs you don't usually get they that kind of games. play that kind of play from your bench on the road mm-hmm. in the playoffs. That's historically it's always been the case. You get that's why it's so hard to win playoff games on the road because you get you know the rotation guys. It just they just don't play as well on the road. You don't. You don't feel those momentum swings where they hit those big shots. So if guys like Pascal Siakam and DeLon Wright, and uh, I don't know if Van Vliet's going to play. He's barely played any yeah, minutes of the series. But if, uh, you know, if those guys aren't hitting some of the, you know, some of those shots um, on um you know, some of the, not the non-stars of the team. But in, in Toronto has a lot of those guys. And we'll see how they play here in game three and four because without their production – I don't know if they have to rely all on Kyle and Demar and maybe Serge. Um, we'll see how things can swing, and that's what happens in series. Well, when Coach Brooks talked today a lot about how how important at home it is to start strong, 
set the tone against the team against any team but especially like Toronto if you come and throw the first punch against their starting group then you if you force when they have to play their bench when they have to put guys out there that are now out of their comfort zone not at home like Jeremy said not going to take momentum from any swings there's not going to be a huge wave of crowd noise or anything when they start clicking that's when that's when the Wizards get to maybe smell blood and take take game three here and set up put pressure on them to to go back and get another win in game four and as we know in series when you punch back when you lose two on the road you come back and you win your home games it's it switches the pressure back and I think especially with this Toronto team where they they got the initial monkey off of their back they got the pressure off of winning those early games at home and they had a great home atmosphere they had two I think decisive home wins I think we would say if you come back and you put the pressure back on them here in D.C., play two strong games, get a little confidence back yourselves as, as the Wizards, then maybe that maybe that starts creeping back in for Toronto, and and they have to go home and they have to win again and take care of business because if they don't, it flips really quickly. They don't want a game six where they're down. You know this seems this seems obvious, of course, but like when you if. If you win these two games and you put pressure on game five and play a close game, maybe sneak out a win in game five, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have an eliminate elimination game in your arena. That's a, that's a lot to ask. The Toronto Raptors are very good, and and we talked earlier this season with I think one of the one of the episodes that we talked about a lot with was Cassie Hubbard, and she said that I think that this is a different Toronto team this year, and I think that the depth can work in the playoffs, and I think everybody was skeptical of it, but we're seeing that at least in part and we'll see how mm-hmm. they play in dc but a lot of those guys are confident i've been super impressed with how delon Wright has played i think we saw how cj miles we i think we saw cj miles coming the, but the wizards are almost guarding cj miles too much yeah well agree. do you is there any thought when because you guys were there for practices and for the game zach yeah. and jeremy were they overconfident in any way? We no. beat Toronto already. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We well, got Wall back. Yeah, just just either no. one, either one. Did you see any think, overconfidence no, from think, on either side? I think Toronto had a, hit a huge relief after Game One. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. talking about game. It was Game Seven. Game I One think, was Game Seven for them. I think the Wizards feel it, they feel urgency, but I also don't think they're freaking out right now. And I I don't think I think how they said you know. They're expected to win those games at home. I think they are, too. They're the one seed at home, mm-hmm. and they've been incredible at home all year. Yep. So I don't think you can get too down on yourself right now because you lost two on the road. And I don't sense that the Wizards were ever overconfident. They knew what kind of animal they were going up against. I think it was different than maybe playing LeBron in the first round. But I think everyone is like, that's a really good team, mm-hmm. and we yeah. know this. And we've played them a ton, and they've beat us a lot in the regular season over the years. Mm-hmm. So – the one, the one thing I do think that is getting a little lost in all this, though, <clears throat> is that the Wizards now, so they're coming home, right? And they're going to play Friday and Sunday at home. There's been so much time off in between these games, and even before the playoffs started, like I know we finished in Orlando Wednesday, and it was almost a quick turnaround. Yeah. And you can ask different people, like, what they think of the time off but I think being home two days for Toronto before a game was a big advantage for Toronto versus Washington being on the road for two days and yeah the weather was bad and the Wizards practice and all that stuff but I think being home 
for longer stretches is important, but it, it doesn't mimic the results. The, the Raptors were clearly better. I don't know. doesn't really matter where that game two is played. And the, the best thing that came out of that game, in my opinion, for the Wizards outside of Ty Lawson being very playable was that the Wizards shut the Raptors down from three after the midway point of the second quarter, held them to, to only two three-pointers in the last 30 minutes of the game. Yeah, and one was and that they, bomb by yeah, Miles. <laughs> and one of them, I think, was at the end of the game when it didn't even matter. Right, so yeah. there were po- there were a lot of positives from game two with the comeback. It's just the start was so bad that yeah. it screwed them over. I mean, they couldn't come back and win that game. It was yeah. tough. And yeah. What you saw, I mean, I don't. I think when you're starting to talk about days off and and you, I, I think you're just searching for excuses at that point. I, I'm not making a big deal out of that stuff, so I'm. I don't want to. Well, know, it's not you, an excuse. It's just a fact that when you're on the road, it already, and you're then you're just sitting there on the road. It doesn't help. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't choose to do it, but I certainly wouldn't use it as a reason as to why the Wizards came out so sluggish. Yeah. Uh, no, but what you know is interesting. Half. That we didn't talk on the last pod is I forgot that the reason why they had the three days because the Toronto Maple Leafs yeah. right. were in the arena. Who finally that won the day before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So the Maple Leafs had Monday. We right. Had, or else we probably would have done only two days right. in between the yeah. games uh, one and yeah. two maybe. Probably. Right? Yeah. 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 Before but, it started But Sunday. to me, like there's been a few times I went in game when I've been discussing with the people I talk to in game. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting to say or I've said like this is where – let me see, like, these Torontos, you know, DeMar and Kyle, or if it's just DeMar, like, I want to see them show me that they're big-time, you know, playoff performers now. Mm-hmm. And they've answered the call every time. Especially DeRozan. Yeah, DeRozan's been outstanding. And uh, there was a key game one. The Wizards go into the half up three, and then that first four minutes or so of the third quarter when it was Kyle and DeMar took every shot but one. I think mm-hmm. Ibaka hit a corner three. Um that I thought that was the most important part of that game when they came out and just it wasn't just that they made yeah. all the shots but it was how they did it just another slow start and the, and the, and yeah. the other thing that I what you said too that was so sad when you think about Wall and Beal is there was a time in that fourth quarter where the where they took all of the shots in game two towards the end when they got it I think right after Lawson shot or maybe oh. Lawson was the only shot, and then it was just Wall and Beal, Wall and Beal. Well, and they just wall. couldn't – mostly Wall, but yeah. I think Beal missed like two shots or maybe he had a, that struggled. turnover where DeMar yeah. DeRozan saved yeah. it in bounds where it was just like they – Wall and Beal wanted to take it on their shoulders too, and it mm-hmm. just didn't It just they, didn't happen. They, 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 they guarded him well. They yeah. did. Toronto knows, you know, how – I mean, John. I thought John played really yeah, well. Yeah, he was he, great. He got – he kept them – as much as Ty kept them in it and Mike Scott in the mm-hmm. first half just to – just to stay somewhat in it. I think it was still like 20, but, you know, teetering between 20, 15, around there for a while. You know, you say, like, you're st- that feels like a blowout, but you're still – they were in it enough where they could get it to within five late. And yeah. if they didn't keep them in it, there was that never would have happened. And then John, late, that run, when they got it to within five, that was almost all John setting up and scoring. Um, and to be honest, I mean, they need Brad to – to do more I mean like that was between the foul trouble and what what Beal went through in game two I mean that is about as little as you'll ever get out of minus 34 and we've seen Brad play amazing in the playoffs it's not like I don't think he can do it in the playoffs that was just I mean the Wizards are gonna really struggle to win a road game when you get that little from Brad 
from a you know from a Beal game. Since we're not going to probably pod until after Game Four, yeah, yeah. Mm. Wizards win these next two games. If for Jeremy, would that mean if Bradley Beal plays like the Beal we know he can? Yeah, I mean that's one of them. Certainly need if if, if he doesn't, then it, at home you'll need. You, you know, if it's Otto, if it's Keefe, if it's, you know, Mike Scott. I mean, Mike Scott is play. I mean, you're not, mm-hmm. not only you're getting any more from Mike Scott. He's played. It's been unbelievable. That's what you need guys like that to step up, and they got it. So, yeah, I'd say if, if, I'd say if, you know, if Wall and Beal play like, you know, scoring 25, pl- when they're each scoring 25 plus, John has 12 to 15 assists. Um, and and I, I don't know if there's a word, but I think we know what the tight, how the game flows when this team's playing well and that's a team that I still think can beat Toronto a few times in the series so I'll uh I certainly don't think the series is over but um but it is the cliche backs are against the wall no more room for error well in the run that they had in the fourth quarter to get back into that game to cut the lead down to five it had just about everything that we have heard that this team needs to do to play well in in a small capsule I mean John had a chase down block, putting in a ton of effort. Oh on yeah, defense. that was awesome. He flies I don't think down. Realize how high up that yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> he. I mean, he yeah. he. That play was exactly that. That was in eight seconds. That is how the Wizards need to play to win these next two games and to pressure them in Game Five. I mean, it was an incredible effort by John. It was an incredible block shot. He races down the floor. He makes the right pass. Ty Lawson is wide open. He hits the three. Mike Scott hit a three on that in that run. John was aggressive. He hit his layups. He made all his free throws. Made all of his free two. throws. The Wizards shot very well from the free throw line in game two, and they got there a lot. Um, and so I think it's the same. It's the same principles that they've been preaching this whole time. But I do think, and and I agree with what Brooks said today. I think John echoed it a little bit as well. Starting strong against this against this Raptors team, mm-hmm. throwing the first punch for once would be nice and and they have to do that at home and we've we've seen from the raptors how valuable that is to do that at home if you throw the first punch on your home floor and you get your own crowd into it it makes it really hard to beat you and i think that's going to be their goal I, th- I think that's what they have to do and we know that this raptors team is really really good and so being the aggressor against them for not the first time in the series. We've seen how it works, and we've mm-hmm. seen the Wizards have success doing it. But being more consistent in it is is where it starts. And then you just got to continue to defend. And like Zach said, it, it's it's hard when maybe you're overshading towards guys like C.J. Miles when they go to different lineups. And yeah. those are all things that they have to talk about. And presumably that they will work out as we get deeper in the series. But um yeah, I think I think it just starts with just an electric effort. John embodied it on that big run, and I think hopefully it's contagious. And I hope that the 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 atmosphere and the energy in the building will supplement it. So the way they play for eight seconds, they need to play for forty eight oh, minutes. Yeah, I mean a little longer. I mean that <laughs> whole run, that whole fourth quarter was impressive. And, and like Zach said, the the Raptors didn't hit a three in the third quarter. Yeah, the third quarter is that right? Yeah, the whole third. Um, quarter yeah. Most of the second. So there, well, so the there's just. The second. Yeah. There's just like, there are snippets of play where the Wizards have 
either been in the game or been leading. I mean, they they were leading for part of game one too. Yeah, they're they're half of game two. And I think that they have to be encouraged by the fact. Yeah, in game one. Sorry, game one. Leading in game one. Yeah. Um, but they have to be encouraged by the fact that they're they're two games into this series. Success here at home makes it a totally different series. It compacts the series into three games, and yes, two of them are on the road, but. I think you begin to compartmentalize things differently when you get to that point. You say, we have to win one game in Toronto and take care of business at home. And so, I mean, we're a long way from that, but there are so many ways for them to jump back into this series, and I think that's why you heard, uh, I think, a relatively, I think a calm demeanor from John today, from Coach Brooks too. And, you know, they just need to they need to focus in and get these two wins, and then it's anybody's ballgame. And again. they just, right now it's – and they'll say it because it's cliche, but you just you just it's game three. Like, yeah. All you got to do is right now just focus, go win game three. Saturday they'll be ready to go win game four. Yep. But this, you know, we can talk about what needs to happen to win the series, and you know, it's it's fine to you know discuss like the logistics or how it actually has to happen. But but for the team, it's just just win game three at this point. If you don't win game three, I mean, let's face it, you're not going to win the series. So. Right now, it's just focus, win game three, and and one other point I just wanted to make that I just remembered, and it wasn't asked to Brad post game, and if things you know if the mood was a little better, maybe I would have asked him about it. Um, but I just wonder how you know the emphasis was so much on guard the three, defending the perimeter. He fouled a three point shooter three times, which is so uncharacteristic for him. Yeah, and I just wonder how much of that was that message in his head. Of just you being know, aggressive, yeah. Uh, being and, just and it was over. I don't know. He's it's like overcompensating. I don't know if he thought that they were all fouls. I, I, it looked like he might have gotten under the the plane of the shooter, and you know how that they talk. How they call that so close now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, that was just such. It killed his rhythm because it took him out of the game for large portions of when he's usually playing, and. I just wonder. I just wonder how much that was in the the team's, you know, how much that factored into him fouling three point shooters because it, it just we just don't see that. And to do it three times in one game, it's just so so crazy to me that I just thought that there might be something to that. The last thing, and it's really not been talked about at all. I haven't seen anyone write about it or anything. The Wizards need to rebound better. They. When the Raptors weren't hitting their threes, they were getting offensive rebounds and finished with, I think, 16-second chance points in Game 2. If the Wizards are going to play st- small, everyone needs to still rebound. Just because you're playing small doesn't mean don't rebound. It was really bad in Game 2. You can look at the box-out stats now on NBA.com slash stats, and the Raptors had 60 box-outs, and the Wizards had 33. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Wizards missed more shots than the Raptors based on shooting um, numbers, but that is a significant number. So I think focus on getting the ball after they shoot it as well as trying to stop them because – but, the, you know, that's what we're talking about is that there's so much in their head now. Guard the three, guard the pick and roll, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You have to just take it one step at a time and remember just to play basketball. Like, mm-hmm. you know what, what your keys are to stopping them, but you don't need to focus on those. You need to still just be in your rhythm and play. But that really stuck out to me and. The Wizards, I think, had a really good record this year when they out-rebounded their opponents. It didn't happen that often because the team plays pretty small and doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know, as many 
big time rebounders as some other teams, as you mm-hmm. can say it. So um, that stuck out. And yeah, I mean, I just as everyone's saying, just be calm. It's game three. You win. You're right back in it. But you, you got to win game three. I think we all know that game right. three is. Yeah. Game four is, would be a must win no matter what if you're down 3-0. <laughs> but in my opinion, based on how the way this team has played all year, game three is a must, must win. All right. You heard it right there. Game three is a must win. We gave you some insight must in the game season. four, too. <laughs> Wait, and you might be able to hear some background noise, which. We're playing could, the open. What, uh, d- don't give it away, Jamil. Okay. What we're doing. I don't want to give it away, but I'll just say that if you're at game three, you might hear this. You could hear this again. I don't know if you can hear it through the sounds, but just be ready for quite quite uh, a spectacle for game three so be be here early get in your seats rep the district win your district jerseys the players will be wearing it i don't know can i give any more plugs and sponsors for the marketing team no t-shirt giveaway but coming up what we will give away right now is that ty lawson the washington wizard newest washington wizard point guard joining us on off the bench everybody All right, welcome back to Off the Bench. Joining us now is the newest Washington Wizards guard, Ty Lawson from Clinton, Maryland. Thank you very much for joining us. How you feel today? I'm feeling good. Can't complain. How about y'all? We're doing very good. Excited Ready to get for game, game three. three. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So I know you've been asked a million times about what it's like. You were playing in China for the Shandong Lions. You're thrown right into the playoffs here for the Washington Wizards. And then you're thrown into the game in that fourth quarter. It's been a whirlwind first for you. First, first quarter. quarter, excuse yeah. me. Uh, it's been a whirlwind for you. Just uh, talk about the perspective of having all the media talking to you and, and just everything that's been in your mind and your schedule since you got here. I mean, just last couple of days, been last probably five days been crazy. You know, like you said, from uh, finishing game seven in, in China to get on the plane, to flying to L.A., you know, to flying to D.C., to get ready for the playoffs against the Toronto Raptors. I mean, then like you said, trying to adjust time zones, learn the plays, practice, and then get thrown into the game, game one, first, I mean, game two. Game two, first quarter with eight minutes to go. <laughs> like, oh, you serious? <laughs> but I mean, it's all fun, you know, it's all the game, for the game that I love, so, you know, it's, it's all an experience, I love it. When you were, so you're in China, you're playing game seven, and you knew about that you were gonna come back and play in them like with the Wizards, right? You knew like if everything worked out based on that timeline. Because I don't know if people understand that like that was like the last possible day <laughs> the Wizards could sign you to a contract like officially. But that was on your radar leading up to it, right? I mean, I knew about it, but you know, at the same time, I was under contract in China, mm-hmm. and I was trying to win the game. Like we was trying to win. We, was, I think it was a tie game down to the last three minutes of the game, and then something happened. I, I don't want to talk about it, but. They ended up winning, so after that, I had eight eight hours to sign with the Wizards, you know, basically. So, you know, I had to stay up at night, uh, I mean, all night to sign the contract and just make sure everything was good. And, uh, I mean, eventually it worked out. And, Ty, we we talked on our pod last week, I think the day after the day we signed you, right before the playoffs, and we said we just have no idea. Not not that you can't play, but no idea what to expect because this is so unprecedented just in the NBA. And then – you know, I mean, the Wizards got game two. They get within five in that was at the end of the third quarter or, or no, in the Early fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. They don't have a chance. I mean, Ty, I mean, I, we the, the Wizards would be I mean, they, they, this game could have been a blowout without you coming in in that 
you know, to play all those minutes in the first half. So not just getting thrown in there, but to, to the job you were able to do, I think eight assists in the first half, you hit a couple threes there in the second half when you played with John. Um, is that just a, you know, is that just a factor of you sort of the motto of staying ready and being ready to just jump in there? Yeah, staying ready. Plus, I mean, we was doing two days in China, you yeah. know, all year. So I was definitely in shape. But, you know, just staying ready, you know, uh, for every situation because, you know, I've been working on not just playing over there, but like off the ball stuff, not having the ball in my hand. So I was pretty comfortable when John like had the ball and was like, oh, play on the wing. He's waiting for a closeout of the wide open three. So, you know, I just was ready. And what 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 is it, I mean the messages from the coaches from other players how have they kind of been helping you with this transition? Uh, just like you know, Saturn Thomas, you know, OP, just you know, help me with the plays. Terry was supposed to be at you know, even coaches, you know, just give me confidence to go out there, you know, and just play, just play carefree, not carefree, but just play my game, you know, don't overthink stuff and things like that. Do you feel like I know you still have only been here a few days, but have you gotten? Do you know everyone's name yet? Do you know the organization? Because even the, the basic stuff that we take for granted, I feel like you got so much to learn in such a little time. How has that been? I mean, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm bad with names, but, you know, I'm making a, a big point, you know, trying to, you know, learn everybody's name and remember that stuff. And uh, just, you know, just figure out how things are done, you know, with the Washington Wizards. So you've played with this team now for almost a week. What have you taken away from the way that the Wizards have are playing right now what what do you think is still the best is still to come for for the team uh i think you know just you talking about against the raptors yeah 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 Yeah, so i mean i think we just have to figure out the pick and roll situation because you know we're trapping right now and uh valentunas is you know he's not known for it but he's getting the ball making the right pass you know for he's been playing well so he's got to figure out how to slow that down so they don't get so many wild and threes, and I think that you know we'll we'll be we have a better showing. But especially that the Wizards are not struggling on offense by any means. At so, all. <laughs> but what about that seems to just click? Like just having so many playmakers, and I mean, it's definitely different than the NBA is different than when you were on the Pacers, even just yeah. like in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. like, what makes it click? You talking about us or yeah, them? Yeah, so. uh, just having playmakers and unselfish players. You know from. Uh, you know, if somebody's open or don't have – somebody's open to shooting, if they don't have the shot, they look to the next person, the ball moves freely. I think that's what it is. And uh, I think everybody plays a role, you know, the way they're supposed to play. And now Friday night, game three, you guys have a chance to now protect your home. Mm-hmm. Again, this is unprecedented because this is going to be your, your home debut, uh, <laughs> your Wizards debut playing in front of the home crowd. So your first time sort of just being acclimated to everything around how a home game works here. And you could play a big role again. I mean, based on how you played in game two, I mean, it certainly wouldn't shock anyone if you're thrown right back in that lineup. Um, what are you expecting? I mean, are you expecting something from this crowd? Um, I mean, whatever love the crowd throws me, I mean, I'm going to like it. So, you know, uh, I'm just ready to see, ready to experience it. Just ready to get out there and, uh, you know, play for the Wizards. So you're from Clinton, Maryland. You had an off day after game two. You have a day, not a day off, but you have a day in between game three and four. Mm-hmm. What do you do being back here? Where's a place that you want to go, maybe to clear your mind or go back in time and think about, you know, your youth here in this area? And, and what is, what's different about the city when you're driving around and getting settled? Um, everything, you know, from stores, from, you know, how the downtown area, you know, I guess they try to clean up the downtown area and things like that. I really haven't went back to where I'm, where I'm from because I really don't have enough time. Well, I'm, right now I'm mm-hmm. either at practice or I'm sleeping. So 
trying to get acclimated back to the time. So, I mean, now that I'm home, probably, you know, after the playoffs is over, you know, whenever that case may be, then I'll go home, you know, and see, you know, I used Family to Family members up. hitting you up. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, my mom actually, they picked me up uh, from practice when I landed, the day I landed. Oh, okay. So I, they drove me to the uh, to where we took off at, took the plane to uh, Toronto. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've seen my parents, but, you know, I'm going to see my cousins and everything like that. So it's going to be fun. When you when you are in a playoff mode and you talk about waiting until the off season to do that, what is the different focus for you coming off of the season in China? You're playing here, trying to contribute. Uh, is there a game day practice routine that you've always gone through that you do that you're gonna do here? Yeah, do the same thing. You know, just go to shoot around, eat something afterwards, take a nap, and then by that time, is we're having our pregame meetings and have to come back to the gym. So. My game day is probably pretty much booked up. No superstitions? No, Anything? Nah, I'm just ready to go, man. Just get some shots up before the game and let's get it. Okay. Someone asked you this in Toronto, but I want all of our listeners to, to hear this too. Is you ever, ever think that you and John would be in the same backcourt? Like nah. Kentucky, North Carolina, and like huge high school <laughs> prospects, and then like both big time point guards in the NBA? Like, it's nah, pretty crazy. I never thought it at all. You know, it's just, I mean, surprising to me too, just like everybody else. But now we're here, so trying to win as many games as possible. Ty, is there anything, like, I mean, we didn't get a chance to sort of do our whole season, get to know you type <laughs> stuff. Just about yourself kind of off the court, like, what do you like to do? Your, you know, music, movies, shows, that kind of stuff. To listen to go-go music? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it actually in the Uber yesterday, some go-go music. I was like, okay, right. people still are listening to it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, right now I'm just chill. I listen, you know, listen to music. Maybe watch Netflix. A lot of movies. I watch a lot of movies, especially being, you know, I'm coming back from China. I'm still in that mode, just watching movies yeah, all day. Yeah. And then I work on my businesses, like, you know, uh, Sleekers. It's like a slipper oh. company that I do. Oh, cool. Okay. okay. So yeah, I be mostly into that. I'm working on NBA license, uh, NCAA license. What so, Sleekers? Yeah, Sleekers. So okay, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? What is it? Uh, it's like. Slippers that look like Jordans or something like that. What? So okay. or any type of Nike, but I'm like trying to make it big. So I'm doing like I want to do the NBA teams, like but it's still like a, a shoe. It reminds me yeah. of stance. Like I feel like the stance socks. All yeah. of a sudden it was like yeah. they had a few socks. And I'm wearing stance right so now. Exactly. Sleekers yeah. old. Yeah. I'm trying to go with that model because I actually know somebody from stance and they told me how they did it. So cool. you know, I'm trying to just follow that. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Check well, it out. Good. Good to hear that you're thinking about life off the court but we know that right now life is all about what's happening on the court uh, we appreciate you taking some time uh, to spend with us we wish you the best in game three and four protect home court rep yep, the yes district sir. <laughs> all of that and uh yeah. hopefully whiz kids you're going to show out tonight and then tonight sunday i mean excuse me tomorrow but you can show up tonight too and then sunday <laughs> you show tonight too if friday you want night. to we got a pep rally at Dunbar <laughs> high school. friday night whenever they're listening friday right. night eight yeah, o'clock yeah okay Kids, if you want to buy some of Ty's new sleekers, go to slkrs.co. Hope you enjoyed this pod. Get ready for the playoffs. Rep the district. Ciao for now.